was a person who showed the wheat of the Reish Galusa to Goyim who were looking to take assets from people. Rav Nachman said this person is chayef to pay for having shown them the wheat and indirectly causing the wheat to be lost to them. Rav Hunabachia asked them, is this based on halacha or did you pass in this way as a penalty? Rav Nachman said, we learn it from our Mishnah which says that if someone stole a field and it was then taken by Goyim, if it was because of the Ganef that this particular field was taken, the Ganef is chayef. And we explained the Mishnah is talking about a person who showed this field to such Goyim. When Rav Nachman then left, Rav Yosef said to Rav Hunabachia, what's the difference why he passed? that way, whether it's based on halacha or a penalty. So he answered, because if this is halacha, we can learn to other places of indirect damage that the person will be chai. If it's based on a penalty, then we cannot use this to learn to other places. But Hunabachi explained, we see from a Bryce that we can't learn from a case of penalty. Bryce says if someone makes someone else's produce tome or makes his wine into yayinesa, he's chayiv. The Rabbanon later added that someone who makes someone else's produce with truma is also chayiv. Now this suggests that only because the Rabbanon later added this case is he chayiv. However, if not, we could not have learned from the other cases because they're cases of penalty. Bryce says not a proof. It may be that we can learn from the cases of penalty. In the in the Brisa, we would have thought to only make him chayiv in the first two cases because those cause greater damage, whereas whereas mixing chulin with truma does not. It's not such a hefsa meruba, and that's why maybe we'd say he should be potter in that case. Of Huna said, the father of Robin taught a different version of the Bryce, which said that, uh, that the halacha was first stated regarding making Tomei and mixing Chulin with Truma, and later they added the case of Yayinesa. According to this version, we can say that it must be that we can't learn of other cases from other cases of penalty. So Rabbi Yosef said, even according to this, there's no proof. It may be that initially they held like Rabbi Oven, who says that since the person who pours wine to Avodah Zarah makes the Yayinesa, he'll be Chayav Misa, he'll not be Chayav to pay for the wine. However, later the Rabbanon held like Rabbi Yirmiya, who says he'll be Chayav to pay for the wine. Why? Because he's cutting it with the wine as soon as he lifts it, he's not Chayav Misa until he actually pours it. Zakhmar Rav asked of Huna bar Yehuda to tell him any recent psak that he may have given. If Huna said, he was asked about a case where Goyim forced a year to show them someone else's money, and the Goyim then took the money, and I said the person was chayif to pay for having shown the money. Rav said that's incorrect, because the Bryce says if Goyim forced a year to show them someone else's money, he'd be potter, but if he took it and handed it to them, then he'd be chayif. Rav said if he had showed it to the Goyim without them forcing him to do so, it's as if he took it and handed it to them, he'd be chayif. Mar says a person was forced by Goyim to show them someone's wine. After showing it to them, they told him, pick it up and bring it to us, and he did so. Ravashi said the person is potter, even though he physically gave it to them, because once he showed it to them, for which he'd be potter because he was forced, the money was already considered to be lost. Bryce says if such a guy told the Yid stretch out to me that bundle or that cluster of grapes and he did so he's chayiv. Mar says that case talking about where the guy was on the other side of the river and he therefore could not get it without it being handed to him by the Yid. Mar says Vaita. There were two people arguing over ownership of an animal trap. One of them went to and gave it to an officer of the king. Abaya said this person can't be held liable because he can say that he handed over something that belonged to himself. Rava said he cannot do that because uh, we don't know if it's his. Rather we put him in chayim until he brings the trap back to be judged in Bezdin. Marissa's Vaita was a person who was going to show another bundle, another someone else's bundle to such Goyim. Rav told him, you're not allowed to do so. He said, I'm going to do so anyway. Rav Kahana went and killed the person. Rav explained this was mutter to do because once the Goyim come for money, they're going to come for murder as well. Rav told Rav Kahana, run to Eretz to avoid the government arresting him for this murder. The Gemara tells how he went to Rabbi Yechanan at first, based on the instruction of Rav, he did not try to refute the shear. He was put in the back of the room and therefore decided to begin refuting the shear. When Rabbi Yechanan finally looked at him, he sort of Gahana appeared to be smirking because of a deformity on his lips. This caused Rabbi Yechanan to feel bad, and Gahana died as a result. And Rabbi Yechanan realized that he was truly wasn't smirking at him; that was just the way he looked. He went to the cave where in which Rabbi Gahana was buried, and he brought him back to life. Mar says it was a person who showed the silk of Rabbi Abba to such guy. Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Papi, and Rabbi Zerenafka wanted to make the person chayy based on a mission that says that a, that a dayan must pay if he passed on the wrong and caused someone a loss. This guy is similar. Rabbi Ila told them. Rabbi explained that the mission is talking about where the dayan physically took the money from one person and gave it to another. 
If that didn't happen, the dying will be potter. They told her Abba to go to Rav Shimon ben Yakim and Rav Lazar and Pedas, who, who they they judge cases of garmi causes of damage. He went to them and they said the person is high based on our mission that says if someone stole a field and it was then taken by goyim, if it was because of the ganav that this particular field was taken, the ganav is high. And we explained the mission talking about where the person showed this field to such goyim. So the person was given a silver cup to watch. Robbers came and threatened him, and he gave the silver cup and saved himself. Rabbi said he's part of him having the bay. Abai said he saved himself with someone else's money, and he should have to pay. Rabbi Ashi said, we determined if the Shemim was a wealthy person, the robbers came for his assets, and he placated them with a the silver cup that he had as a, as a, as a pecotin, then he saved himself with someone else's property, and therefore we'd have to pay. However, if he was not a wealthy person, they must have come for that particular cup, and therefore he would not have to pay. Person was given money of pigeon shuim to watch. Robbers came and threatened him and he gave them this money. Rabbi said he's part of him having to pay. Abaya said he saved himself with someone else's money, he should have to pay. Rabbi said he did it with money of pigeon shuim. And he what he did is pigeon shuim, therefore he doesn't have to pay. Zakhmarvaita, a person put his donkey onto a boat and the boat was threatened with sinking because of it. A person went and pushed the donkey overboard. Rabbi said he's part of him having to pay. Abaya said, nobody, he saved himself with someone else's money. He should have to pay. Rabbi said the donkey's owner is considered to be a roidif, and as such, one may damage his property when trying to save himself. Rabbi follows the Shita elsewhere where he says that someone who is being chased by by a roidif would be potter if he broke the keli of the roidif while trying to save himself. Zak the mission if a river flooded a stolen field, a Ghanif can simply tell the owner, here's your field, and he'll be potter. Zak the Gemara, Bryce says if a Ghanif steals a field in a river, then floods it, or Bliyazah says the Ghanif would have to pay for another field. A Chamsay can tell the owner, here's your field. Mar says, Machlech is based on the following. Bliyazah dashes the words of the apostle with a riba mir to riba, which results in everything being included in the of a stolen object having to be returned as it was stolen, with the one exception being the stealing of documents. A Chamsay the words with a cloud of cloud, but the result is that it includes everything that if their lungs are movable and are things of intrinsic value. That would exclude land, slaves, which are compared to land. And documents. And Mara says, although a Bryce has said that they argue regarding a cow that was stolen and drowned in a flood, which is neither land nor documents, our Papa says that Bryce is discussing where the Ghanav stole land on which there was a cow. Well, Yezra holds that the Ghanav's cutting the land will hold the cutting of the cow as well through the land, and the Chabu says he's not cutting the land, will therefore hold he's not cutting the cow either.